Welcome to the Healing Intuitively podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Amrine, and I am here to guide you through the awakening process. I'm a 23rd dimensional Akashic Record Keeper, Quantum Healer, and Star Channeler. This podcast is designed as a tool for your awakening, activation, and ascension into higher consciousness. We will talk about all things related to consciousness, channeling, star beings, and so much more. Excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Healing Intuitively podcast. So this is another solo episode with me, Shannon. going to be talking to you about something that I've talked about quite a bit on my Instagram. And if you're in the Facebook group, the Healing Intuitively Circle, I've talked about it there as well. And it's time to talk about it here on the podcast because honestly, this keeps on coming up. I keep on seeing it in my field as in like in the people who are coming around me on social media. I'm seeing it so many places. So it's time to talk about this. What am I talking about? (laughs) Discernment. I'm talking about discernment. So this is going to be another um, relatively quick, fiery little episode about today, discernment. So why am I talking about discernment? What do I mean by that? So let me back up. Um, Something that I see a lot of from the spiritual community at large and also just the world at large is a lack of discernment, Um, a lack of spending time, taking the time to feel into what you are receiving or or what opinions you're forming, what your beliefs are that you're forming, and just immediately sending out energy, sending out thoughts, or sending out um, whatever it is into um, into the universe, into the collective, into society. And so I'm going to talk about this, about this from a, the spiritual conscious standpoint because that's where my realm of work lies, but this really, like, this connects into everything going on in the world. Like this connects into not just your spiritual life, although your spiritual life is essentially when you're really living a spiritual life, it's your whole life. Um, but into your quote unquote normal human life too. So the lack of discernment in the spiritual space is watching people and also acknowledging where I've done this myself, but watching um, as as we as the collective con- connects into spirituality and starts to connect into what the higher dimensional multi-dimensional aspects of ourselves are but without any discernment for what they're connecting into or accessing or channeling we really have been talking about this in connection with channeling with talking to guides with learning how to work with energy because i keep on seeing and having it reflected to me how people um in general not uh, there's definitely like not any one person that i'm calling out here um i just want to <laughs> i want to say that um before I even go further into this, because I'm just seeing it in a very generalized space of people not taking the time to figure out what are we connecting into? What are you learning? What are you channeling? Um, Like, 
we talk a lot about, or within the spiritual space, there's a lot of talk about, oh, I received this download. I just, this just came in and, oh my God, I'm going to share it. Like I'm, and, and it's, that's, that's a lack of discernment. Um, just receiving something and not taking the time to figure out what did I receive? What does this mean? Where did it come from? Why is it coming through me? Who am I talking to? You know, was this, um, if you're saying that this came from a different energy, you know, like uh, an, an alien energy, right? Because we talk about the Pleiadians and the Syrians and the Arcturians and all the other different star seeds, right? Um, if you're saying it came from, for example, one of those energies, okay, how do you know? Did you connect in and ask and verify? Did that information come in when you were in a really centered, loving place? Or did it come in when you were... Um, we're not right, and just because information comes in, if you're not, when you're not in a loving place, doesn't necessarily mean it's bad information. But that's the information. But that's information to sit with and and use your discernment. Is this true? Is this really something I need to share? And I've done this myself, right? So everything I share on this podcast, I'm sharing as I work through it, reflect on it, and then see see where I can do better, put that into practice, and then come here to share that with all of you. So where in your spiritual practice are you not taking the time to process what you've received? There's an ego want to be able to say, oh, I received this super fast and I'm going to tell you about it right now because look at how amazing this is because sometimes when things come in, they feel incredible, right? You get a download, you're channeling, you get a message, it feels amazing, you want to share it with everybody. Um, But, or and, do you need to share it immediately or do you need to take some more time, feel into that, feel into your discernment within that, is that true, Is that does that need to be shared? And... Do you need to sit with it for a little bit longer so you can understand it better before you share it with the collective? That's that's really the crux of this, of not seeing um, enough, seeing people take the time to really sit with the messages that come through. Um, where do you need to sit with them? Where do you need to sit with and use your discernment and make sure that when you share things with the collective, you're really sharing them from a place of love and not a place of reactivity. So if you, for example, if you listen to this podcast and you follow me on Instagram, you may have noticed that I've been a lot less active on Instagram over the last like two to three weeks, Um, maybe even longer. I'm kind of losing track because Instagram, social media in general, is a place of reactivity. We see something and we immediately want to share it. Or we have an idea and we immediately want to come onto our stories and just tell everyone about it. And there's no time taken there. When we do that, we're not taking time to discern what we're receiving. We're not taking time to integrate what we're receiving. We're not taking time. We're not taking time to actually like sit with our own messages before we share them with people. And here's an example of this. Um, yesterday, I got on Instagram um, a few hours after I'd woken up to check on some of my some messages I'd received and respond to people. And I just scrolled a little tiny bit. I, I, can, I hardly scroll at all anymore because I just, I the overwhelm of seeing the, um, non-discerning posts from just the the community like society at large I just I can't 
I can't handle it. Um, or no, that's limiting. It's not that I can't handle it. It's I don't want to engage with it. Um, so there again, there's a story. It's not that I can't handle it. That's not the story that I want to say or live in. It's not even true. It's just I don't want to engage with it. That's that's the truth of it. Um, and um, yesterday I saw, I can't even remember what it was, but some po- someone's, someone's post um, or maybe it was a story about um, – some kind of something that they were offering, like, so, you know, someone, some, someone who does, um, some kind of soul work. I can't, I honestly can't remember what it was now. Um, and they're offering for it. And all of a sudden I felt the reaction reactivity in me of, Ooh, do I need to be offering something different or should I, should I offer some kind of special something or, um, promotion or, whatever do I should I do something like that because I'm seeing you know this person and maybe this person do it too and and I like started writing a post um or started writing a story to create like a last minute offer or promotion or something I can't like it I can't I honestly (laughs) I don't even remember what it was and this was just yesterday but this is how quickly I released it and forgot about it um and then I like I, I 20 seconds after I started doing that I like took a second took a breath and I was like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm reacting. I am reacting. Instead of following my own actual guidance, I'm reacting to external stimuli. And so I deleted it. I got off Instagram and I didn't log back in until much later that day because I was like, I don't want to be on here. Like, I don't want to react to other people's stuff. Um, but there's so much reaction that goes on when we're on those social media pr- platforms. And there's this need to validate ourselves by proving that we know what we're doing or that we're, we know what we're talking about. Or um, especially if you're like your business, if you're an entrepreneur and your business is connected into your, your social media, I really, really see this with, with um, fellow entrepreneurs and with myself. There's this need to like prove you know what you're doing, right? This need to prove it. I need to be on here. I need to be proving it. I need to be talking about it. Um, and that is another place where, where there's like when we're, where we're acting from that ego sense of needing the validation, where's our discernment of what we're sharing? Are we really being discerning about what we're sharing or are we just sharing to share, try, sharing to validate and so it's egoic it's from a place of wounding and it's not in the highest good, in the highest discernment. Um, and that leads me into your private, your personal practice, your personal spiritual practice. Let's talk a little bit more about channeling. So again, if you do follow me on Instagram, if you're a part of the Healing Intuitively Facebook circle, which if you're not, you should definitely join because it's really a beautiful space. It's also the only place that I offer um, I offer every month the ability to book one-on-one sessions with me. Um, I'm not offering those anyplace else. Every, all of my other offerings are um, to do long-term mentorships and the, the Facebook group is the only place that you can snag a one-time session if you feel called to one when I feel called to open them up. So the link to join that is going to be in the show notes. But anyway, I digress. Um, Channeling. Let's talk about channeling. So often, well, first off, channeling is like a buzzword now, right? I'm a channeler. You're a channeler. We're a channeler. I channel this. I channel that. Channel, 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 channel. And it's honestly, it it's, it's, 
become too much. It's become um, not even too much. It's just become inauthentic um, and non-discerning. Like channeling is amazing. And I am a channeler. That's how I started was with channeling. I don't channel in the same way I did it before anymore because as my discernment grows, as my own, um, as I grow, (laughs) really, essentially, I don't feel called to channel in the same way because there is an aspect of channeling that is for a lot of a lot of the time when I observe it in myself and in others um, unless we're going into channeling with a really really discerning state of mind so again just this might be a little triggering so I just want you to take to listen to it and then filter it through your own discernment Um, there's this need to like prove you can do it Like that's, I mean, so many people want to learn to channel. I have so many people who come to me and want to learn how to channel. I want to learn how to channel. I want to learn how to channel my guides. I want to learn how to channel the Akashic Records. It's like this thing um, that people want to be able to prove they can do. I, I I can channel, right? And when we're trying to prove we can do something, we're we're losing the place of discernment in doing it. We're losing the place of integrity in doing it. Um, and that's why this is really important to talk about. That's why I'm talking about it. Um, so when we're channeling, because I'm definitely also not saying that channeling is bad. I still do channel when I feel called to. I just do it a lot differently um, and a lot less. I'm, I'm much less interested in in channeling just for the sake of channeling because a lot of the time channeled information, it's like, okay, this is great, but it, it doesn't really help us on the human realm. And I'm much less interested in bringing in more information for people that isn't applicable on, on, in our human lives. Like there's no point in, in my personal view to channel in all this like amazing information. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's cool. And at the same time, like channeling to you about about all this different like star knowledge or something um that's not applicable to most people (laughs) so why why do I need to do that no I don't need to my discernment is like I don't need to channel about that I channel about for myself I channel about it with clients um if their soul really needs to know that if it's something that they like need to connect into is is their their star roots for example but sharing a bunch of channeled information um, in the paradigm that we're in right now in where we where there's so much human stuff going on that we need to pay attention to that doesn't feel in in integrity to me to channel about all this stuff that you know doesn't change our life on earth right now we're on earth um I also, I also personally have started seeing and connecting into the, into a feeling that a lot of channeled stuff, especially about stuff about the stars and all this, you know, what, all this. Um, and I say this as a star being, I, I am (laughs) a star being, um, much more than I am, than I am a human, like I'm in a human body right now. I'm a human right now, but I, I'm not, um, on earth very often, so even within that lens, um, I see all this, all you know, the channeling about different places um, that are not Earth. 
as a form of escapism. And so that's the other reason that my personal discernment and personal integrity for the work I'm here to do has changing. Um, and I don't feel called to talk about that as, as often, but anyway, another digression when you're channeling, it's really important to be discerning about who you're channeling. So yeah, it's great to, to channel. It's great to learn how to channel, but first when you want to learn how to channel, or if you're learning how to channel or you want to channel more, why? That's the first question I'd have you ask yourself. Why? What is the reason that you want to channel? Where's your ego in it? And this is, and I'm not saying that, um, you shouldn't learn how to channel. I'm just saying, check in with yourself. Why do you want to learn how to channel? Where is your ego driving that, driving that want or need to learn how to channel? And then make sure that you have a really strong practice and really strong boundaries around your energy before you open yourself up to other energy to come through you. Before you open yourself up and just start talking to to random beings, right? And even when you talk to beings and they say, oh, I'm from here, I'm this. Okay, how does that energy feel? Sit with it. How does it feel? And even if it feels good, still sit with it. And how does the information they're telling you feel? And have you, even before that, have you actually filtered that energy through your own boundaries before you allowed them in? Because if you haven't filtered it through your own auric field, your own boundaries, because your auric field, you can, you can use your auric field as like a shield where you filter information through it, you filter energy through it. And if it doesn't feel good or if it feels scary or if it feels a little overwhelming, then that's an, an indication that even if those beings or that energy, whatever you're talking to or channeling says it's coming with love, it might not actually be coming with love. If there's any kind of trepidation within your energy field, don't do it. Don't allow it in. And so if you don't have really strong boundaries, then you don't have those boundaries in place to make sure that you're channeling only really high dimensional, high vibrational, very loving energy. And really, even beyond that, what's, what's all this about channeling, channeling other, um, energies? Why do you need feel the need to channel other energies outside of yourself? Because the thing is, Yourself, your soul is so all-encompassing. The very first thing that you should you should be focusing on channeling is yourself, your soul, your guides. The guides, your guides are your soul. The guides that th- show up for you, when we talk about our spirit guides, they're really our soul. Or at least when I talk about spirit guides, they're really your soul. They're just other aspects of your soul. There are other aspects of you, of your higher self that are here to guide you. So the very first thing when we're channeling that we should be connecting into is ourselves. And then once we understand how vast and expansive and beautiful and huge and loving we are, then we can also understand that when we connect into other quote-unquote beings or energies, they're really just extensions of ourselves. So when I say to you that I'm channeling the Syrians – well, I am channeling the Syrians. I'm channeling an aspect of the Syrians that is part of my higher self. 
when I say to you, I'm channeling the Council of the Pinnacle, I'm really literally channeling myself and you can listen to earlier episodes, um, but to, to hear more about this, but I'm literally am a member of the Council of the Pinnacle. So I am literally channeling um, myself. And even if you channel the Pinnacle and you're not a member of the Pinnacle, um, which most people are not, you are still channeling a, a, por- a part of yourself because the Pinnacle is are the record keepers of the Akashic Records, right? So every single person has a connection into them. Whether you're actually a council member or not doesn't really matter. You're still connecting into an aspect of yourself because the Akashic Records are all of us. So... Hopefully that makes sense, what I'm trying to say here, which is that when you're channeling, when you're connecting in, discernment is key. Making sure you have those boundaries is key. Making sure that you are channeling because you want to understand yourself better, not because you're trying to escape yourself. There's not not room for escapism and healthy spiritual growth and healthy consciousness. There's not room for escapism. Escapism is a shadow. Escapism is something that often needs to be worked through, but when we're here doing this work healthily, we're not doing it to escape. And a lot of people may resonate with the idea that escapism is perhaps one of the first ways that you might connect in with this work because you're trying to escape whatever parts of your life don't feel good. So there is escapism that comes in there, right? But that doesn't mean that you have to stay in that or that you should stay in that. That's something to become aware of pretty fast if you can. That's where having a guide, having a mentor or someone guiding you along the way is really, really helpful. So you can become aware of the patterns that the patterns or the shadows or the impulses that are pushing you, driving you instead of your soul, instead of your highest discernment so that you can, re- your, you can work through those and rid yourself of those alchemize those through your body, through your energetic and physical bodies and transmute them, transmute those, those urges, those impulses, those escapist or shadow tendencies, whatever they may be. It may not be escapism, escapism for you. It may be victimhood. Huge. Most people, I don't, I very, very few people, um, don't have some victimhood in them. Actually, probably no one, no one, is completely free of victimhood, at least before you've you've been doing this work for a very long time, and really gone deep into it, or maybe not a long time, right? Time is time is irrelevant, but really gone deep into it, really had all of your beliefs and energies questioned, and your ego questioned. Uh, victimhood is huge. <laughs> I could do a whole other podcast on that, and I will. I'll do a whole other podcast on that at some point. Victimhood is huge. And then here's the other thing. Here's the last little piece of discernment. When we're working with energy, when we're channeling, do not allow the energy you are working with or channeling to come into your body, to merge or become part of your consciousness, especially if you are not 100% certain of what it is. And even if you are 100% certain of what it is, do not allow it to mesh with you. Your highest self, your soul, yes, bring your soul in. Bring your pure, unadulterated soul in. And to do that, you also want to make sure that you are aware of exactly what your soul feels like. 
so that you know you're only bringing in your soul and you're not bringing in other energies that may be stuck around you because you haven't had strong boundaries. But any other beings, any other energetic beings or energies or anything like that, do not bring those into your body. You do not know what they are. Or even if they tell you what they are, it's not your energy. Do not bring it into your body. This has been something that I have been seeing. It's been showing up in my reality for the last couple of months. Working and see, working with people and seeing people who are allowing things into their body to, to take over their energy. That's not okay. That is not discernment. That is not having boundaries. That is giving away your energetic space. Your body is your sovereign energetic space that you chose to be your carrier on earth. You do not allow other energies into you. Just like we talk about not allowing other people to attach cords into us, why is it any different to, if we're not going to allow other people to attach cords into us, why is it every, any different to allow um, any kind of energy, however loving or high dimensional it might be, to attach into you? It's not. That's still not okay. That's still not, not okay. Not okay for your sovereignty. Is still not respecting your body, respecting your sovereignty, and also any energy that actually wants to literally come into your body and, and really become a part of your body that is not your soul self, that energy isn't respecting your boundaries or your sovereignty either. So then that, that brings up the question of what energy are you connecting into? Is it loving? Is it actually loving or is it just saying it's loving and you don't have high enough boundaries to understand that it's not? And, and right, this is, this is a, a kind of tricky little subject to make really clear, right? Because, for example, in work I do with people, we work on embodiment. We work on embodiment work and we call in sometimes there are um, ascended masters that come in. And they say, oh, I have energy to merge with you. I have energy to help you, for, for energy to offer you to help you merge into your highest self. And when it feels aligned, we allow that to come through at the discretion of the person I'm working with, the person who's receiving the energy and their soul and their highest self and the barriers that we have set up. And at the same time, when we're doing embodiment work, we are not allowing those ascended masters or those energies to come in and take over the body or to even stay around. We're allowing them to come in if they are aspects of the soul of that person. If that person has a soul aspect that is part of X, Y, or Z ascended master, say your soul aspect, you, uh, every single person, Every single person holds codes for Christ consciousness. And so Christ consciousness might come in and say, I have, you know, you might, you might channel Christ consciousness and Yeshua, for example, may come through and say, I have codes. I'd like to merge with you. I'd like to ha help you integrate into your body. Um, these are your soul codes. These are, these are codes for your soul. Okay. Allow that energy. If you feel, and you can feel that it is hundred percent Yeshua 100% Christ consciousness um, and you feel good um, about within your discernment, allowing that energy in, then yeah, let it in. Allow it to merge. Do not allow it to take you over. 
right? So discernment is huge. When we're working with energy, it's really important to be discerning. Because the truth is, there are energies that are not good, that are not loving. There are energies that are not loving in the universe. And so we have to be really discerning about what we are allowing in. We have to be super, super discerning about it, even if it feels loving, right? And then take that into your human life. Are you being discerning about the information you're taking in as a human? Are you being discerning about the narratives you are, you are buying into or that you are perpetuating? Are you being discerning about that? Are you being discerning about the people that you are following? Are you being discerning about the ideologies that you are following? Are you seeing where they are? Are you not even seeing where? Are you questioning where everything is rooted in hate or fear or shame or guilt or control? Because something I see is as most people, most people buying into certain ideologies, doesn't really matter what they are, lots of different ones, and saying that any other ideology is, or belief system, you're under someone else's control. Well, you know what? So are you. If you are buying so deeply into something that you are saying that everything else is wrong, you're under the control of the thing you're buying into as well. So... Where do you need to be more discerning about what you're buy, what you're quote unquote buying into? Where do you need to be more discerning about? Hmm. Well, maybe, maybe there is no one thing that's right. Maybe I need to use my discernment and figure out what my own truth is, and then continue to question that truth every day. As your discernment grows, as your energy and knowledge grows, question that discernment every day to see where it maybe needs to change, where your beliefs maybe need to change. Question your ego every day. Am I still buying into this ideology or idea or belief system because my ego says I need to? Because maybe I feel morally superior if I do so. And is there, am I fully in integrity with whatever I'm buying into? Including, including my spiritual work. Am I in integrity? Am I in ego, egoic superiority? Am I not being discerning? Am I respecting other people's boundaries as well as my own? There's a lot that goes into discernment. There is a lot that goes into discernment. This is just the tip of it. And this conversation is a conversation that I highly recommend you have with yourself daily. I have it with myself daily. And if I wasn't having this conversation with myself daily, I would not be able to do the work that I'm doing with people. With myself, first and foremost, actually, and then with my clients. If I was not questioning and coming back into my integrity and making sure that my integrity every day is questioned every day by myself to make sure I'm still in integrity for that day. That I'm not just saying, oh, I was integrity yesterday and so I'm probably good today. No, I'm checking in every day. And I'm doing it with compassion. I'm doing it with love. I'm checking in with my boundaries as well with compassion and love and integrity. 
And I'm checking in with my ego every day <laughs> to make sure that I'm not acting from a place of ego. And that at the times that I find, oh, yeah, that was egoic, which will happen because we're in human bodies and our ego, we can, we're not getting rid of our ego. You're not going to get rid of your ego while you're in a human body. You just learn how to work with it and live with it and control it where it needs to be controlled. But when I check in and I notice, oh, yeah, okay, that was a little egoic. I need to, uh, I need to be aware of that. Then I have the tools to check in with my integrity and change. Change what I need to change. Grow where I need to grow. One thing that I highly recommend um, if you're looking for anything to read or consume in terms of integrity and shadow work and ego is the Gene Keys. I highly recommend the Gene Keys books. Um, there are also, I believe, videos that you can purchase or audios. I haven't actually purchased those myself because I like to read. I like to have the book. I highly recommend those books. I work with the Gene Keys with all of my one-on-one -on -one clients. We look at their Gene Keys. We go deep into the Gene Keys, and it helps understand where do you, where do you need to be more discerning? Where do you need to check your ego? What are your patterns? Where what are the patterns that that might keep you from acting in integrity? Because every single person has those patterns, right? This is not. Um, I, I realize that listening to this may feel triggering and it may feel like a personal attack. <laughs> it's not meant to, but I also understand that this kind of information can sometimes feel like you're being called out. And if you feel that way, then know that I, I am sending you a lot of love and I'm also going to ask you to use that <laughs> and dig into it for yourself and see why you are reacting in that way and how you can move through it because it's super powerful super powerful to be aware of. Ooh, okay. This is really triggering. This is really triggering. And if it's not, if you're like, yeah, no, I'm super in integrity. I super am aware of the discernment and I'm always really discerning in what I'm doing. Okay, cool. Are you really, are you really, <laughs> um, or is that maybe your ego saying, yeah, I'm totally fine. And Think about it. Just just dig into that. See. Just see. Just see if that's really true. It's a really great exercise just to do every day. So I am going to leave this here. That feels complete for the moment, for this iteration of this discussion, of this topic. And if, you made it, if you've made it this far, thank you for being here and listening. Do you want to let you know that there are two one-on-one -on -one mentorship spots open for the month of May, um, which we're now halfway through, which is crazy. So two mentorship spots open. If you are interested in learning what mentorship would look like, I'm going to have the discovery call booking link in the show notes. Please know that this is a four-figure investment. Um, it is, so it is a significant investment because there is a significant amount of work and energy that goes into these, um, into these mentorships. And, and 
when you really come into it and you do the work, crazy, amazing things happen. Huge shifts can be made in just a very short amount of time. Um, I've had people work with me and have enormous, enormous healings within physical issues, have enormous healings within or changes, quantum leaps within their outward life situations, jobs, um, places they live, changing all of that up, changing up the, who's around them, changing up, um, removing themselves from toxic relationships, from toxic, toxic situations within just a few weeks of working together. So mentorships are six to 12 weeks. And again, there are two available. Uh, if you want to chat more about what that would look like, please book a discovery call in the show notes and we will talk about that. Um, we get on for about 15 to 20 minutes and chat through what you're looking for, what you're looking to under, to uncover, to move through and create a game plan for how that would look and to work together. So I'm really looking forward to working with whoever it is that is supposed to be in this container. I'm feeling, I feel you, whoever you, whoever it is, I've been feeling, feeling your energy. So if that, if this is speaking to you, perhaps that's you, let's chat. And the other thing is my online Healing Inside Out course is available, is available for you to dive into learning how to heal your body, read your Akashic Records channel, talk to your guides, talk to your soul. It's all right there in that course available for you. There's lots of resources. I'm also also constantly updating it. I'm always adding in new meditations and new modules and you get access for life. So you get every update I do. So if that feels like something that you're called to do, um, please go ahead and take a look at that. The link will also be in the show notes. And and if you do enroll in that online program within the rest of the month of May, I will reach out to you and will be available to you for the rest of the month. Or if you enroll at the end of May for the next couple of weeks, um, next two weeks after you enroll to help you through, answer any questions you have, be some energetic guidance for you. If you have specific things you're looking to work on, I will be there too. I will offer that extra support to help you really figure out the pain points, the shadow work, whatever you want to call it, that you need to do that you would best be served by taking through that program. So I usually don't do that. Usually this, it's completely self-guided, but for the rest of this month, if you enroll, I will give you, um, I'll offer you two weeks of extra support, one-on-one -on -one support, not a session, it's not the same as a full session, but, um, support being there for you as you dive into that course and look to see how you're going to use it for yourself. Okay. That's all. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. As always, I really appreciate any feedback you have. And I also really appreciate any rates or reviews that you can do for the podcast. Um, really, really helps me reach more people and increase our soul community. And please join the Facebook community. Again, that's the only place I post exclusive offers and the ability to get a one-time session with me. So definitely join that group if you are interested in any of that. And with that, um, thank you for being here, sending you a lot of love, and I'll talk to you soon.